doing? And to podcast. Doctor Who. Torchwood. Surgeon Adventures. Canine. Class. In broadcast order. For the last year and a half, I have been recording the wrong show. The 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 lost show. The, the lost, lost show. show. Not to be confused with the lost show, where they go through every episode of Lost in a chronological order. Someone's um, done that already. Yeah, I mean, someone's already done what we're doing already as well. But not gonna. <laughs> um, yeah, this is again the story not of a girl, but of a boy. This is the story of a boy who got kidnapped by aliens. Sarah Jane Smith, <laughs> the <laughs> most evil person in the world, Elizabeth Slater. So I feel bad <laughs> saying that. I, I, I'm kind of a no, this is like jumping ahead. By this Potter who guess we're talking about Sarah Jane. I just talked about The Lost Boy, um, written by Phil Ford, talked about him before, written, uh, directed by Charles Martin, talked about him before as well. Um, I'm really annoyed that like Chrissy like does that and then they don't really ever, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She goes back <laughs> to the end, like, I'm sorry for saying you're an evil child kidnapper. Uh, I'm, I'm Java, I'm not one's friends. <laughs> Uh, um, it was this broadcast on the 12th and 19th of November, 2007. Mm-hmm. So, 2007. Yeah. Because the computer stuff in this feels like it's from <laughs> 2004. I keep well, imagining, like, what if, because they probably were. I, I like, I, I imagine Elizabeth Slayton wasn't like, I want to stop acting like. I feel like if she had lived, they probably would have continued doing the show, or maybe I don't know. So I'm just imagining like a version of Sarah Jane Adventures where she's like, "I'm, I'm, I just downloaded uh, the Tinder on my phone," you know, like like references <laughs> I, I, to I, popular I apps. Be, <laughs> I don't think they're using Tinder on this. No, no, not Tinder. Like I just, da- oh, I'm going to open my Maps app. Oh, Mr. Smith just hacked my Maps. App. Like. <laughs> Like, they definitely would have made some kind of joke about... Remember that... Guys, let's go back here for a second. Do you guys remember when there was a whole thing about Apple Maps being bad? (laughs) Do you guys remember that? Like, for real, we as a society have just completely lost track of collective memory. Uh, But there was a time where Apple Maps were known for being shit. And people would make jokes about that constantly. And... I know that has nothing to do with <laughs> with Doctor <laughs> Who, but I feel like the fact that we forget that, that we don't think about that anymore, it's like, wow. And that has to do with the uh, whole uh, freaking, um, you know, sci- um, computer side of things, which is very computery. Mm-hmm. Imagine uh, 
what if Sarah Jane, but modern day uh, Luke doing Fortnite dances to confuse aliens? He absolutely I mean, would. Yeah. Well, uh, does Luke grow up? He grow up. He grows up, right? He he, he probably does. Um, because I mean, eat more cake. Uh, the gist. Speaking of th- people who forget who forget things, um, it, these random people show up claiming to be uh, Luke's parents, and that his his name is actually Ashley, and that he was kidnapped. Um, which Mister Smith proves via a full body scan. Um, so they take Luke away, uh, and Sarah Jane is then prompted to go investigate the Pharos project, which is doing telekinesis stuff with basketballs and all this stuff. It's run by an eleven-year-old who turns out to be little Lord Fauntleroy himself, little Celine boy who's back, back for revenge. Um, they're looking, and it turns out Mister Smith uh, is an evil crystal who uh, was found in Krakatoa and wants to blow up the world with the moon so they can release the species that Mr. Smith belongs to. Belongs to um, but Sarah Jane saves the day by summoning K-9 from his copyright required suitcase and they install a computer virus, much like the time worm, and uh, Mr. Smith forgets what his purpose is and the moon eats itself back into it back into the space and K9 goes away and this is the the, the yeah. sixth time the world has almost ended in the past <laughs> six weeks. Uh, I okay. Okay. I think this is a really good story. Mm-hmm. I think it is really fun and it's really kind of scary and it's really kind of like detailed and depth for them. Um but I also <laughs> I also think it's quite funny that um, the little Dean is just still being a little. It does shit. not look. It does <laughs> not look good. Like uh, not not good. It doesn't look scary when that little Slavine is like. I I just wish there was an adult there to punt that little bastard across the sky. You know, just I feel like if one adult came over and kicked him, episode over. Which by the way, let me yeah. let me say something real quick. The way this episode handles the Alan plot, very good. Mm-hmm. Very, very good. It is like it the because the episode starts and you think the whole episode is gonna be about Alan being like, Oh no, you can't be with Sarah Jane anymore. And they spend the entire episode be like, You can't be with Sarah Jane. No, 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 no Sarah Jane anymore for you. And then at the end of the first two minutes. <laughs> Alan is like, all right, listen, you got a point. I you can hang out with Sarah Jane, but you got to tell me what what what's going on. And it's like, damn, like, wow, <laughs> congratulations! <laughs> I thought they would really milk the shoot out of that, you know. Mm-hmm. Alan's a didn't. cool guy. He he's a cool cyber hacker guy. Yeah, who, uh, who is Alan a cyber th- terrorist? Like, is that what they imply <laughs> at the end that Alan has connections? <laughs> What the hell? Like, wow. That was Al- so... <laughs> Bla- Alan- yeah. Alan's Black Hat from the movie Black Hat. We should edit Alan into uh, right <laughs> next to uh, uh, Chris Hemsworth. Sorry, I ate more cake. <laughs> no, good. That's good. Eat quake. By the way, uh, what is only fools and horses? Because <laughs> they, they dropped that like 
Oh, right. That classic story everybody knows. Only fools and horses. It's what a, the hell is that? It's a long-running long British sitcom about these two guys who are like, like they're they're kind of like you know, they'll make money whatever way they can, selling dodgy goods, selling merchandise, whatever. Um, John Lumick is in it uh, for a while. Um, the guy who played John Lumick, not literal John Lumick. I thought, it, I thought you were yeah. going to say actual John Lumick was <laughs> yeah. in it. How will you sell fools and horses from beyond the grave? They're they're like um, it's like they're down at the like London um like markets like trying to sell fleeced goods and stuff. Um, and the 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 Bobby the coppers are always on the tail. There's a a multi episode arc where Jim Broadbent plays like a sadistic uh, cop trying to take them down. Uh, and he's really good in it. Uh, he's very scary, but it's like a sitcom. Um, it's. It, Do you think yeah. it's feasible that a fourteen-year-old girl in two thousand seven oh, yeah. would yeah. know what it is? Yeah, it is entirely wow. feasible. Yeah, it, it's. It was wow. that big. It's that big, and it's like a huge thing in the UK. It's like, it's like. Um, uh, what level would be? It? <laughs> I was going. <laughs> I was going to say it, it's like community, but it's it's not. It, no, it's, no, it's, no, yeah. what the hell? Um, no. It's, it's like it's it's like on the level of like um, like a Cheers, or not not okay. quite Fraser. It's like a it's like a Cheers level sitcom in the UK. I, I would I would even say that like I would say the fourteen year old kids nowadays don't know what Cheers is. I but mean, then again, yeah, I, but, yeah, but 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 only fools. Two thousand seven. Only I cannot stress enough how much of phenomenon only fools is in the UK. Like, like generations will watch only fools and horses. It's like a huge. There's Christmas only sixty four episodes. That is it's, so. It's British TV. It's of course it's only sixty four episodes. I know, I know. <laughs> that I, I love that about British TV, which reminds me of one of my favorite community jokes where. It's like they they find the original British version of Cougar Town, and it's only mm-hmm. six episodes, and it got canceled, and and it ends, and, and there's not nothing more, and <laughs> which makes to, which by the way, it, I, that is the season where they introduced the um, what was it? Uh, Inspector Space Time. Uh, the Inspector Space Time, mm-hmm. which continues American television's uh, long-standing tradition of. Making Doctor Who parodies that were clearly made by people who have seen one episode of Doctor Who, mm-hmm. and it was probably the fourth Doctor, <laughs> and it was it, they were not paying attention to it. Like, I, 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 not to get on the tangent, but I, I just think it's funny. Like, it's like um, how every parody of anime in mainstream American television is clearly by someone who's either seen Pokemon or Dragon Ball Z. Like it's mm-hmm. never an accurate parody. They never know what they're talking about. It's always just right. That's the one where they scream a lot and their hair goes blonde and there's a lot of shots. Again, and I've seen the animes, which is <laughs> just like yeah. Speaking of um, references to things they should have done and the kind of hint at um, Mr. Smith should have, had, should have had like a a burly brawl with Clyde when Clyde was sucked into the computer. Because you have all the, the the numbers coming down, which is like an yeah. obvious kind of matrix thing. You know, no, I thought, I thought there should have been a moment where where Clyde kind of leans back and gets digitized, like in Tron. Which is mm-hmm. honestly, 
that is the biggest cultural impact of that movie because everyone remembers the scene where Jeff Bridges gets digitized and then he goes to the computer. Nobody remembers the rest of the movie because it's really boring. But <laughs> I, is it a hot take to say Tron is boring? Tron is boring. I'm sorry, guys. I, I, I should give it another shot. I know it's really fucking boring. I was really bored by it. Sorry. I'm sorry. You're going to cancel me because of that. I don't know. Uh, no, they canceled you for asking what Only Fools and Horses is because... Uh... They're all Del Boy stands. Um, I <laughs> sorry, I was looking at my notes. I, I forgot what the guy who this is all scatter shot now. But the guy who's at the at the um the research uh thing who's like hello Nathan, what are you doing here on a Saturday afternoon? Um, hello Nathan what are you doing here on a Saturday afternoon and then like Nathan like cranks up the, the thing, and, he, and he's, he's like, <laughs> he's like, he's like he's, give that man an award <laughs> give that man an award like wow what dedication what 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 power like talk about walking into a set and be like today I choose chaos uh, <laughs> how beautiful uh, I mean on, on the on, I gotta say like the reason this episode is really weird because the first 10 minutes feels like a completely different show. Mm-hmm. It's like you go from, <laughs> oh, whoa, cool, aliens, awesome, to we have to address the serious possibility that Luke <laughs> may have been kidnapped and Sarah Jane has committed a very serious crime. And then and then at the end, it's like, nope, it's Savine. I, I mean, it, it, you can tell when the episode switches back on, which is when right after they get Luke and they look at the TV and they go serve the Gorgon. Like <laughs> after that, the dad immediately just starts becoming the Joker. <laughs> like he goes from the two parent actors go from like very realistic and down to earth normal acting like this scene where the the woman goes what have you done to her him you witch mm-hmm. when luke doesn't recognize her really good scene when they mm-hmm. go from that to full-on you're never gonna get out of here <laughs> like we're, we're going to lock you like it's just such a 180 and it's, it's actually kind of funny <laughs> but but it's like i guess it kind of shows what my uh general opinion of sarah jane is sarah jane adventures is is that you know it's it's fun and light and entertainment and every time they don't try to be fun and light entertainment it gets a little sometimes it works sometimes it gets a little muddy but whenever they're just doing that whole like oh this is for kids and kids are watching this you know not saying again i'm not saying that like they it means they dumbed it down it's just that, like, if you're doing something for kids to watch after they come back from school, and you know, it's an art. It's a very specific demographic, and you gotta write a very specific kind of story that's gonna capture their attention after they're, you know, back from a day of school, and they're probably tired, and they probably just just want to like find something that's more, uh, more like a souffle than a full hearty meal. And again, like I said in the first episode, this reminds me a lot of like there, I there were a lot of shows like this that I used to watch when I was a kid. And this show ranks atop the best of that. 
But the problem is that when you remove it from the context of you're 14 and you just came back from school and you sit down in front of the TV and you watch this before you shower, before you take a shower and then have dinner, you know, or you're watching this while you're waiting for your mom to get back or something like if you remove it from that context, all the little flaws that are excusable become more noticeable. Mm-hmm. Stuff like, you know. Like, it's fun that Mr. Smith is the bad guy, and that's the review. Like, the guy playing Mr. Smith is doing a really good job, but it completely is not connected from the first 10 minutes of the episode. It's like, if your plan, it just seems like a very complicated plan. You know, if you think back on what Mr. Smith's plan is, so he tricked Three Slithin into coming up with a whole dossier backstory because it had to be convincing enough to trick the police into searching for for Luke for six months, five months, three months or something. So they had to, he had to get these leave in to pretend to be these people while also having a child's leave in infiltrate a scientific institute where he can develop a, <laughs> a mind reading headset and then activate it so that the plan so that Luke would get kidnapped by the Slithane, thereby making Sarah Jane depressed, thereby allowing him to convince her to go and steal the headset so that he could then trick the Slithane into putting the headset on Luke, knowing that he would overload it, and then he would go straight back home. Like, just <laughs> saying it out loud is like... Why couldn't you just like fucking have the sleeping steal it and then have Luke get get a day that Sarah Smith is out and have Luke come and be like, "Hey, Luke, put on this headset, buddy." Like, well, well, really, that's your plan? What a weird plan! What a weirdly complicated I, plan. <laughs> my two seconds, two cents, to whatever read would be that he's putting so much effort, he doesn't want to waste having that Sarah Jane connection. So he's just like, yeah, just find some way to throw in here as well. Um, I do like how uh, it's very, it's given Billis vibes in terms of, uh, like, we, we get one bit of setup right. for Mr. Smith being evil, which is in the first episode, uh, Clyde gets near him. He's like, you better watch what you're doing, boy. And then Clyde's like, what? He's like, yeah, I'm Mr. Smith. Hello. That's the only, like, that's the only bit of setup we get that, like, Mr. Smith's kind of kind of a bad guy. Right. Um, I forgot it, that. It is, yeah, it's 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 like a throwaway thing that like you kind of think like oh it's just Mr. Smith being like watch out, but it's actually him being evil. But like it it's kind of very billacy in the way that like it kind of shows up and has this huge world ending. Like like I just watched Moonfall, which is actually very good, and you know bringing the moon down. <laughs> it's a very big idea that maybe again I mean again it's a kid's show but like bringing the moon down it goes back to that yeah yeah, it goes back to that whole issue where it's like these Doctor Who spinoffs they have to simultaneously be have big stakes but also justify why the Doctor isn't showing up like right why is the Doctor not like for this particular situation and I know the reason why is because David Tennant was busy. But it's like the more the longer Doctor Who goes on and the more incarnations of the Doctor there are, the least convincing it is that like fucking Peter Davison wouldn't show up and be like, all right, here's the moon. Let me fix this. Like, 
Like, why? Why is it? I thought it would be so funny if, like, the finale of Torch, where they're, like, doing the fucking whole demon thing, and Colin Baker shows up and goes, What's good? The hell is going on here? Like, like why? And, and the more they have. And I guess the answer, the hindsight answer is just don't have world ending episodes. I honestly mm-hmm. think with this one, it is worse than Torchwood. Because with Torchwood, <laughs> at least in that one, the episode by episode stakes were relatively low key, apart from the fucking devil coming in at the last episode. <laughs> like, that was the only one that was a little bit too much. But. But with Sarah Jane, it's like every week something's going down, lady. Like, what the <laughs> hell? It's, it is just very strange. Um, they're lucky that Alan uh, was around to, to, to be a cyber terrorist. Yeah, be a cyber terrorist for, with the uh, with the Armageddon virus. Um, I do like as well my my, my special little metal friend K nine gets to have a little, Dude, little run out. Okay, to... there's this tweet. <laughs> there's this tweet that is absolutely correct. It's by a great uh, author. Don't remember her name, but she said that adult Doctor Who fans, it's like if uh, Magic School Bus had a thousand episodes and very dedicated adult fans. And she's right. I mm-hmm. I, I I agree with her. That being said. When K9 showed up, I literally went, <laughs> like, I straight up, like, whoa, because I, I didn't see that coming. I was, I forgot about, like, I, I forgot that K9 is on her safe and that, but, like, the fact that K9 just showed up, it's almost like, you know what it reminded me of? The moment when K9 just shows up, it reminded me of the promise that Marvel spinoffs gave at the beginning. Where it's like anything can happen, you know? And we mm-hmm. could be having an episode and oh, here's Iron Man. He could just show up and that never fucking happened because there's no way you're going to get <laughs> you're going to get Robert Downey Jr. to agree to be paid the money for an ABC TV show. Like, like uh, appreciate the the, 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 the confidence that that's never going to happen. This one felt like a real like, oh, yeah, how do we solve this? Canine is in that safe. Whoop, here's Canine. <laughs> like that is re- that was really fun. Speaking of um, spin-off stuff, the the Pharos project um, is named after uh, the Pharos telescope, which is in the Gopolis, the final fourth It, it felt like a classic Sir. Who reference, because no mm-hmm. self-respecting uh, person would name their institute Pharos <laughs> Institute in this, the year of our Lord, 2007. No they one should bring it, it back. They should just bring it back. They bring like, oh yeah, the Pharos project, like investigating, you know, this and that, this and that, whatever. You get like a kind of like if torture was still going, I'd say they keep like a, like a, yeah. a, a decent two episode thing. And like, oh yeah, the Pharos project. Doing I'd love it if, if if Torchwood's still going. I would love it if they introduced like an anti Torchwood, not a organization that exists to fight Torchwood, but like and an organization that's doing the same thing as Torchwood, but they're just really well adjusted and nice. Like the, <laughs> like they they arrive, the torture guys arrive at the scene and they're all there and they're all like having a good time and none of them have affairs or like hate each other, all that shit. Like, oh, hey. And whenever they see the torture guys, like, oh, my God, Jack, come on. Hey, how are you guys going? And all the torture guys like, GD's fucking. Ah, no, not again. Not the fairest instituted people. <laughs> oh, they should. They should. Um, what else yeah, uh, to it, say about this one? I mean, the Slytherin are a great example of we developed a great effect in 2005 and we're not going to stop using it. And it's still effective. God, I know, but 
the thing I thing I was thinking about a lot in terms of how you know how far they've come is that bit where Luke eats one into the cabinet and like when he's got the telekinesis thing on his head because like the like the effect of seeing a fully CG something like eat shit for like two seconds feels like a, a bit of progression right. in Slithine. Whatever, but like, what is the what is the latest Slithine appearance? Oh, what is there is probably like a mark. I think there's like a Margaret Slithine big finish thing somewhere from a couple of years ago. I don't think they've. I don't think they've like really popped up that often, which is strange because like, I know that they're in the Titan comics. That was also like five years ago. Um, which ties into my whole thing of the 2010s feeling a lot longer ago than the 2000s. Um, yeah, you just mentioned that, and that is absolutely true. Yeah, it's it just feels so weird. Apparently, the um, the, uh, the yeah. latest uh, television appearance of this Levine is that they were on the Siege of Transvalar, which doesn't count. <laughs> it doesn't count. That don't count unless a slit in is on screen and farty. It does not count. It does. Uh, oh. Apparently, Missy can. Consider to team up with a Slithine. Why? <laughs> I mean, God bless right. you, Missy, but why? Have they um, done uh classic Doctor New Monsters with no. Slithane? Uh they no, should. But they sh- <laughs> <laughs> the third the doctor first, meets a Slithine. <laughs> the first doctor argues with Slithine with Slithine. I would my dear, you're farty. You're <laughs> I mean, David made a really. I mean, what was it? Was it you or was it somebody else who, uh, on our Discord, who made the joke of the the, the third Doctor say, "El The Master's a sussy backer, Brigadier. <laughs> Brigadier, I do believe you are in a flop era, and the Master's a sussy. <laughs> Listen, I feel like uh, classic doctors do monsters because they're clearly running out of options. Because because the, the the last one was <laughs> two silence. Uh, I can't. I swear to God, did you see that? You saw that, right? They yeah, they showed yeah. the, uh, the the cover art for the third one, and it's a, there's two silence, and one of them is dressed up like a <laughs> is dressed up like a priest. And I was like, I need that right now, please. Oh my god. But hey, I-, I think they should just go out, all out, do a full Slithine box set, you know? Like, mm-hmm. I-, I feel like that's going to be the thing that gets Tom Baker to finally quit. <laughs> he's reading the script and he's like, so this is a 14 monster? Oh, guys, I can't do it anymore. I got to go. <laughs> the doctor is partnered up with a companion who, um, it's a, it's like a, a riff on Among Us. And Tom Baker's held at gunpoint. He has to say the words Am- Amoogus over and over again to get the right take. Wasn't there a rumor um, that they recorded enough Tom Baker stuff to last like five? Yeah, there's. A, it was like five years ago. They said like they have like enough Tom Baker recorded to last for the next like decade and a half or something. Jesus which, like, Christ! Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I, I'd say that's, that's gotta be a lie. That's gotta be a lie. Yeah, there's no way they have like, that much audio, like especially. You know, working with with media as we both do, if that hard drive gets fucked and there's no backups, then you've kind of just like, like you're not going to record that far in advance because otherwise you're just kind of you're shooting yourself in the foot a little bit. I don't know. Um, speaking of spinoffs as well, mm-hmm. um, second spinoff in a row to reference the X Files. Um, Ooh, again, 
Yeah. Uh, I like that Alan is is the old guy <laughs> making all references because he references Arnold Schwarzenegger too, right? He's like, <laughs> we're gonna not gonna defeat them with Arnie's UZ nine millimeter, which is like, my dude, <laughs> what? <laughs> Alan, what? <laughs> Your daughter is right there. Oh, uh, man. Um. I, I honestly, the thing, here's yeah. the thing. I want to say this real quick because uh, we're recording this September 2022, and the whole stuff with HBO Max happened last month. So the rumor that Disney Plus wants the streaming rights for Doctor Who, we both believe that's happening, right? I, I think it could happen. I don't. I'm, I'm not gonna because there's been so little noise since that first thing that I'm. That's the part of the football transfer. Let me in terms of source stuff. I don't think I. I think I think that's it, happening. If it's gonna happen, if it happens, I think it probably will be them. But I don't think they won't get everything. They won't get like no, I, no. Because like, I don't think yeah, Disney cares yeah. about Torchwood. And I think yeah. I think the B, I think the you're gonna easier shot. I feel like the BBC is like the reason why it's not going forward is because the BBC is going. So you want Sarah Jane at Torchwood, right? And Disney's <laughs> like, no, we do not want class. that. Do you want class? You gotta no. have class. <laughs> It's like take off class and we'll we'll consider it. It's like no 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 class included. You didn't read the contract. <laughs> they're, charging, they're charging two billion for class and the rest is just like <laughs> five million or whatever. I feel so, like but the reason I, the reason I brought it up is because I think it's gonna happen because Disney would love to have another hand on a sci-fi world because they they really are expanding more. I mean they have Marvel and Star Wars, but it's Disney. They can't never have enough. So, but I feel like once that happens, because it might happen, the door has is going to slightly open for an X Files and Doctor Who uh, crossover <laughs> because Disney owns X Files. So the question I is like, the, yeah. where is my X Files and Doctor Who crossover? I think the likeliest crossover you're going to get is that I fully believe Gillian Anderson will be in Doctor Who at some point because she he got was been talking about how much he wants her to be in it. I think that would Russell be so would good. be. Be so I think good. Russell would be more than willing to be like, yeah, look, if you're if you're available, that would be so. And she does most good. work in the UK now, anyway, so she's probably gonna be more available to come in. Um, the other thing about this about this story that I really really like is the opening motorbike chase in right. the episode. Oh, they, they had money <laughs> in the budget, so they needed to wait to spend it on the on that. Uh, why did she say? Why did she say? I hope that didn't sting. What? What was she talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Um, maybe she. I don't know. Maybe she, she thought she was in a different. Wait. So she wait, wait. 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 Isn't isn't there? Isn't the Top Guns motorbike character called Sting? <laughs> top Gun. No. Uh. Top. Uh. Gear. Top Gear. Is top it the Stig? The Stig. He's got the Stig. Oh, okay. There was a whole, whole thing about the Stig where the guy who played the original Stig did, like, he, I think he wrote like an autobiography or something where he revealed his name or something. And uh, because Top Gear is manned by literal children, uh, Jeremy Clarkson was like, You can't be the Stig anymore because you told people your real name. Uh, you are fired. Get out of here. And then they got a new Stig. And uh, I'm pretty sure people found out who the new Stig was as well. Um, because no one cares who the who person cares? driving the car is. Yeah, who, 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 <laughs> who, who fucking, fucking cares? cares? 
boss. It's embarrassing. The only um, reason I would keep it a secret is if it was like Francis Ford Coppola or something. I don't know. <laughs> uh, Francis Ford Coppola speeding <laughs> around the fucking. <laughs> He's just stupid. He's like, ah, this is my friend. <laughs> It's how he got he got uh, Megalopolis funded was his years as as a stig on uh, Top Gear. Um, Top Gear, I think, is still going somehow. With oh, I don't even remember who. I think Matt LeBlanc left, but um, I can't remember who. Matt LeBlanc. No. He hosted uh, Top Gear for like three or four years. What? When uh yeah, when Jeremy Clarkson left, it was like Matt LeBlanc and like. Does that mean that we get Matt people? LeBlanc in Doctor Who? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Matt LeBlanc and Julian Anderson. Oh, who doing? Uh, <laughs> we could actually uh, wait. We should start that petition. Matt LeBlanc go on Doctor Who. <laughs> I, I I'm gonna cut this out, but I knew someone uh, years ago who, uh, with a well, well, a lick of irony or whatever, wrote a petition on changeorg um, calling for people to listen to a Spider-Man podcast they like to listen to, uh, and sh- yeah, it got like one, got like one signature. That was that. That was that was that was all that happened. Um, oh well. Um, okay. Next time we're talking wrap-ups. Wait, 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 um, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I still got. Did I got? Do I have any more things to say? I actually don't. Uh, oh yeah, the last thing I wanted to say is. Um, a very weird directing decision that I just want to comment on. When Clyde is calling Maria in the first half of the episode of the story, uh, they shot his side of the call with this very distracting basketball game in the background <laughs> where I thought it was going to reveal that, like, oh, actually, the, ba- the basketball players are slipping or something. But nothing happened with that. So I just kept being like, what the hell is going on here? Like, like it, it was just I was just so distracted by by the Actually, basketball I have, game. <laughs> I have two things. One that ties into that, which is um, her French teacher looks like John Hawks. I got very confused. Like two seconds, cause, like this weird shadow guy walks up being like, why are you in my French class? The other thing is uh, that's Levine gets naked and just like the, the, the dad's Levine just leaves the, the, the skin suit in the house, uh, which feels like a very strange choice. Uh, I know I know why it's so that Maria can, be, can see the, the suit and be like, okay, it's Levine, but it also feels like a very strange choice by them to do that. Um, anyway, next time we're doing the wrap up. Um, no, no celebrity guests this year. No celebrity um, guests. Very straightforward, very simple. Yeah, very low key, very straightforward, very simple. Um, but yeah, uh, reach for the stars. Uh, Del Boy, you plonker, Rodney, you plonker. Um, uh, only fools and horses. I don't know. Only okay, fools and horses. Says, where can people find if, if only fools and horses wanted to find some stuff? Where could they find some stuff? What, what Friendlymush.com. I know what you were uh, setting up. Yeah. I just I was thinking, where does only fools and horses take place? I don't know where it takes place. It takes place in um in in good old London town. Um. Only pods and horse casts. Uh, goodbye. We should actually start that. <laughs> it will probably be the first one. And the last. Stick a pony in me pocket. I'll fetch the suitcase from the van. Cause if you are the best, but you don't ask where.
Why do only fools 